Hi, and welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the podcast where I, Pete, try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using Attack only, and this is the month of Final Fantasy VII. Morning guys, um, Crisis Core Part 4, I've got to rush out because we've got to go get breakfast because we're doing a lot of stuff today, um, but enjoy it and uh, I'm on the Twitters, at Select Attack, um, also I'm releasing a new Nostalgia with the wife today, she's upstairs, she probably couldn't hear that, okay, cool, um, yeah, yeah, have fun, have a lovely day and we love you, don't we? The next chapter starts with Zack running towards the church in Sect 5 slums. He says that he feels some sort of presence, which is a bit of spookums, and a machine is running up behind him, but he doesn't see it. Zach. In the cutscene inside the church, there's an Angeal copy monster thing, and that machine rolls in after Zack, and the Angeal copy attacks the machine and destroys it, protecting Zack and Aerith from the machine. Afterwards, it collapses, and Zack's like, does this mean Angel's out there somewhere too? And then the uh, Angel copy gets up and flies into the rafters. And then Aerith asks Zack to help her make the flower wagon, so I suppose that's our next big mission. So Zack has to go and look for materials for this wagon, so I'm leaving the church. Spooky... Oh, action. Oh, machines. After I defeat these little machines, Sung shows up and Zack's like, what the hell are these things? And apparently it's a new type of machine they're using to control the um, the Genesis outbreak thing that's happening in Midgar. And it's working apparently, but they don't know why it's attacking Zack. Right, now back to this flower wagon. In order to build a flower wagon, you need four things. Tools, wood, tires, and instructions. Just like Ikea. I find the tools just outside the church. I get some wood in the marketplace from a carpenter that's been hanging around. He's asked us to name a bar that he's building in Sector 7, and of course, I choose the 7th Heaven. The guy stood by his car in Loveless Avenue gives us some worn tires for the wagon. I checked for Shimra building for the instructions, but I couldn't find them anywhere, so I'm going back to the church. Hoping that maybe Aerith will help me build it without the instructions. And I find the instructions, um, there was a glowing spot on the floor outside the church, and it's them, it's the instructions. So now we've got it all. Back in the church, I'm about to talk to Aerith, so we can start banging away, making this wagon. After we build the wagon, Aerith is not happy with it, typical, and she gives Zack a bunch of other things to do, um, and Zack gets a phone call because there's been new developments. Some operatives have gone missing, and they were tracking the doctor director, and people have noticed a strange looking pod in the area as well. So me and Seth are off, are going to go have a look. So we're off to investigate and before we leave, Sephiroth says, I may abandon Shimra if something happens, but until then I remain loyal to Soldier.
So cool. Council comes in and he says that he's got to investigate the macro reactor at Fort Condor. Um, so this is goodbye for a while. And he says, Zach, why the long face? And I get to reply with, I'm sad because I have to be away from Aerif or I love you, man. So I'm going to choose I love you, man, because bros before hoes. Council sees right through Zach and knows that his um, thoughts are on Aerith, so he suggests that Zach go see Aerith before he leaves, and Council will explain to Sephiroth. So I've headed back to the church one more time. Zach tells Aerith that we've got to leave on an assignment and we won't be back for a little while, and Aerith wants to go and start selling flowers in the slums. So there's another cutscene where she's pushing her shoddily made wagon and it's got a squeaky wheel. Good job, Zach. Well, well made. So we stand for a while, but nobody approaches to buy a flower off Aerith. And Aerith says, I think maybe it's because the wagon doesn't look very nice. Which is a bit of a, you know, a bit of a sting for old Zacky boy. She may as well just said, look, Zach, shit. All right, mate, I'm going to get a basket. Aerith does get one customer and it's a little boy and as she's talking to this little boy Zack goes over and speaks to Sung who's watching from a distance and Sung's like, don't worry about Aerith, I'll look after her buddy. I'm like, bloody bet you will mate. We go back to Shimra HQ and Kunsel's here again and he's like, uh, Sephiroth's not here yet, um, what are you going to do, wait a bit? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to gonna wait for him so we get on with the fucking game now i want to kill someone cloud's here and he runs off to round up the troops for zach once this is done sethroth comes in and zach's like by the way where are we going and and sethroth turns to to the camera and he's like to nivelheim and cloud's face is shocked he is shooketh and that's the end of the chapter. That was a really short chapter. The next chapter starts out with all of us approaching Nibelheim in that cutscene that we've all seen a thousand times where Sephiroth walks with the troops behind him and then Zack makes an appearance and he says to someone, So how's it feel? Been in your hometown after all this time. I wouldn't know. I don't have a hometown. And then he tells um, Zach that his mother's Genova and his dad, he just laughs that off. Now I'm back in control of Zach. Woohoo! And I'm in Nibelheim. I try to go into a new area that isn't a town and I get stopped by Tifa. She's like, Are you the group from Midgar? And Zach's like, Yes, my name's Zach, soldier, first class. Tifa asks if there are a lot of first class soldiers and Zach's like, nope, we're a small but elite group. Just me and Sethroth. <laughs> For now. <laughs> and Sethroth stood outside the inn, so I suppose I've got to talk to him. Yeah, he tells us that we're heading for the reactor at dawn, so we should rest up. Before heading in, he gives Cloud permission to go speak with his family and friends if he wants. I speak with Cloud and Zack's like, why are you wearing that helmet? 
and Cloud's like, it's personal. And then Zach's like, weirdo. Uh, maybe Google. So I head into the inn and I go straight upstairs to go to bed because Zach's probably tired, bless him. Sephiroth is stood here looking out a window like a creeper. I'm not going to talk to him. Bloody creep. Zach can't get into bed, so it looks like I've got to talk to Sephiroth. When asked what Sephiroth is looking at, he replies with, This landscape, I swear I've seen it before. And now it seems to be the next day because we've just approached Tifa at the gates of Shimmer Mansion. And Zach's like, Tifa, you're our guide? And then that guy takes a photo of us three. Oh, and there's photos going up the mountain, I guess. Yep, and now we're approaching the Mecha Reactor. Um, the journey up here was told in photographs. Tifa wants to go into the reactor with us, but Sephiroth says that only Shimra personnel are allowed in. And so Sephiroth and Zach go in, and Tifa gets stopped by a guard, which I've got a sneaking suspicion is Cloud, when she does try to enter. The door to Genova is sealed shut, and Sephiroth has looked into one of the tanks, and he's like, he, he spies one of these monster things that are in the tanks, as we all know they're there. And he's like, these monsters, am I one of these monsters? And as the wife said, Fuck off, Sephiroth. There we go. And then one of the tanks opens and one of the monster things falls to the floor and Sephiroth's like, Um, a human? And then uh, Genesis, I was going to say Genova, but Genesis comes on in and he's like, No, you're the greatest monster created by the Genova Project. Ugh. Zack is surprised to see Genesis alive, but I don't know why, because I think we've known for a long time now, Zack, that Genesis is alive. Genesis tells Sephiroth about Genova Project S, and Sephiroth believes this is him. Genesis asks Sephiroth to share his cells with him. Great. Oh, and then he starts reciting a bit of that wanky story that he likes. And Sephiroth is basically, Nah, mate, I'm not merging any cells with you, buddy. Then there's a scene, and I'm not sure what happened, but uh, Zach just yelled, No, stop. And then suddenly we're back outside of the reactor. Um, one of the Shimra soldiers has been shot down. And some monsters are about to attack Tifa. So Zack gets out his sword and charges into battle. We take out the enemies that were threatening Tifa and she's knelt by the soldier that took a bullet of her. And Zack's like, stay close to me. And I let her walk off alone because I'm busy saving and collecting a treasure chest that I saw. And now I'm in another escort mission where Tifa and Miss Soldier are walking really slowly. And as we know, Zach can't walk slowly. He does that weird slow jog thing. <laughs> oh, it seems that I don't actually have to stick with them. I can run ahead a bit. And by the time I've defeated some enemies, they're ahead of me. So that's good. 
Cloud and Tifa, oh sorry, Soldier, the Soldier Guy and Tifa are on their way back to Nibelheim right now, but I took a detour and me and Zach are in the Shimra Mansion thing. Um, the safe is here and it's looking for digits and I've seen some clues on the floor, but I'm not going to bother solving those clues, I'm going to Google it. And after looking for the code, I find out that the code is randomised every single playthrough. So I've got to do some detective work. It only takes me 45 years, but I get the code and it was, what was it? 5713, that was it. A cat comes hopping out and I get a vital slash material. And that is it. No fight, no nothing. Also, there's no fights in this building either. It's all a bit strange. And now we're back in Nibelheim town proper. Tifa just propped up the soldier or cloud against the wall and Zack's like, where did Sephiroth go? And I'm surprised that nobody's told Tifa that her hat looks fucking stupid. Anyway, her and her stupid fucking hat are gonna ask around town about Sephiroth. Cloud wakes up in bed and Zack tells him that Tifa's okay. Um, and then Cloud's like, if only I were soldier. And then Zack's like, don't go into soldier. It's like a den of monsters. And then Cloud's like, huh? What happened? And then Zack's like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you both, buddy. Zack gets frustrated over something. And um, he picks up a bus sword and he's about to bring it down onto a table, but he stops himself just in the nick of time. Then Cloud turns around and he's like, Hey, Zach, I've never seen you use that. It's like, oh, fuck off, Cloud. I've been using it for like half a game now. You've been with me. We've killed things with it. Zach then thanks Cloud for reminding him of his honour or something. And then he does this like little hip thrust, which, you know, Good on you. And now he's starting to do squats. Oh, he does three squats and goes to bed. That's more than I do, I guess. Oh yeah, fully clothed. The next morning, Cloud doesn't feel like leaving the in room, which, you know, that's fine. I would have said mood then, but I'm too cool for that. When I get to the um, entrance of the inn, Woody from, T I mean Tifa, comes in and she's like Sephiroth's at Shinra Manor so that's where we're going when we leave the inn um, there's a cutscene and Aerith finally gets through on Zack's uh, mobile mobile phone <laughs> how did I forget the word for mobile phone uh, yeah it's mobile phone and it looks as if Zack's about to hang up on her but he's just checking to make sure no one's watching him listen he promises to go visit Aerith later on. And my wife starts to tear up when she sees that Aerith was on the screen for a bit. But I reassured her that it's okay because she dies later anyway. Oh, and Cloud's out. We follow Cloud to the Shimra Manor. He doesn't know that I've already been here. Ooh, <laughs> fight. Cloud's at the bottom of stairs in Shimra Manor and um, he tells us that Sethroth went upstairs and in a room to the right. So I'm going upstairs and to the left first because there were these wardrobes here that were locked earlier and I wonder if they're open now. No, they're still locked. 
I find Cloud in a bedroom and he says, something's wrong with Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah, I know, Cloud. And he tells us that he went into the underground passage. I kill Ursa Hagen and I get some coughing keys. Uh, does this mean I get to meet Vincent? I run around in this uh, little room for quite a while before I realise there's a ladder going down. In one of the side rooms, there are a bunch of coffins and I'm going to start opening them. First coffin had some bugs in them. Which I kill very quickly, as you just heard. Second one had more bugs. Oh, and out of the five coffins in this room, I could only open two. Okay, I'm in another side room and there's another five coffins. First one I open is more bugs. Who's putting all these bugs in coffins? Some creepy pervert, I bet. Oh, and the last one has a cutscene. And it slides across slowly. And there's snoring coming from inside. Someone's sleeping in there. Maybe I should leave him alone. Oh, what? You don't get to see him? That's not fair. So, finally, I'm going to go to the door in the south. And I'm pretty sure this is where the story's going to continue. And, yep, Sephiroth's here and he's reading books. What a fucking nerd. We all know this part. It's just Sephiroth researching Genova and getting his mind all fucked up. I spotted a chest in the previous room before it automatically took me into the library and I went back to get it and this cutscene's playing out now about how Sephiroth locked himself in the basement. And on the seventh day, he rested. Oh no, he didn't rest. He burnt the whole fucking place to the ground, didn't he? Of course. And I'm in control of Zack again. Running through a burning tune. It's doing that Sephiroth fire cutscene that we've all seen a billion times. I think it's this series' best asset, isn't it? Cloud's dead on the ground here and all he says is, Sephiroth. So now we're chasing Sephiroth up Mount Nibble. I get to be outside the reactor and save because I've got a feeling I'm going to get into a far height. Tifa is that on the floor here. Oh, and her hat's gone missing. What a shame. And she looks a bit like Renoa in this game. Tifa tells Zack that she hates, well, pretty much everything. She hates you, she hates Shimra, she hates Soldier. I hate you all, so yeah. Is this because of a hat, Tifa? Zack uses the fucking Buster Sword to bust down the door to Genova. Oh my god. Don't use it though, Zack, do you? Sephiroth um, pulls that thing off the front of Genova's tank and Zack puts his buster sword up to Sephiroth's neck and it's just like, Zack, just, just swing it, buddy. Just swing it. The guy's gone mental. Just end it here. Sephiroth swings his sword at Zack and Zack falls and Sephiroth falls after him and now they're underneath the reactor on like a clear floor I didn't even know this existed oh and I'm fighting Sephiroth now oh yeah baby um, halfway through the fight there's a cutscene where Sephiroth shatters the glass floor and now we're on a beam fighting him and his fucking theme tune is playing Sephiroth oh I did it too early 
Uh, too early again. <laughs> Uh, I'm in yellow health I'm going to stop singing Oh, I defeat him Cool I got a level up drawing that as well Which is pretty sweet Zack does like a jump back to the top of a reactor And gets shunted out of the door And the bus sword is flipping through the air in slow motion the Buster Sword lands in the ground, luckily, with the blade facing down, and then Cloud enters and grabs it. He ran up, shoved it through Sephiroth's back, and it pierced the Genova tank thing. How dare you? How dare I? How dare you, mister? Then a fight ensues, and Sephiroth pierces Cloud through with his sword and Cloud does that thing where he grabs it and pulls himself towards Sephiroth and chucks him off the side we've all seen it we know what's going on but Cloud Sephiroth was like level 50 then Cloud dies Zack dies everyone's dead never mind but there is one final cutscene where Hojo's like mm, this one here is a real good test subject and that's it, chapter over.